Hello, hello. This is the Block Club Chicago podcast. I'm your host, John Hansen, and this is the It's All Good edition, meaning all the news you're about to hear is pleasant. It's good. It's We want to celebrate the good news going around the area, and we've got a lot to get to today. A little bit later, we'll talk about why Chicago kale and spinach are going viral and why you don't want to eat it. Why the Westtown neighborhood has had a vintage takeover. There's a gym located entirely inside your own private shipping container. And we've got some fun ways to celebrate the holidays as well. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. We'd love it if you rate, reviewed, and subscribed to the podcast wherever you're listening. That really helps us out. And I want you to meet Linda Tischler. Her and her class of a dozen seniors, mostly women, they gather once a week in northwest suburban Elgin for an organ class. And this isn't some old church lady practice. They're playing hits, they're learning new tunes, and the benefits go way past just relearning an old skill. I went to go follow a class along and see how Linda does her job. Pianos are beautiful and I love them, but when you sit down at the organ, it's like having an entire orchestra at the touch of your finger. And no matter what you're in the mood for, whether it's Hawaiian music or or classical music or big band music, it's just really, really fun. You know, it's just really relaxed. They're a lot of fun. We tell jokes, we learn music. They love it as much as I do. And and every once a week, I get to share with them what we love. Hi. I'm 77. You used to play as a kid, right? I did. I started lessons when I was 11 years old. I played till about 17. After that, I started to date and do things, fun things, and I quit. And uh, got married at 21, had a child, and so I just put it all to the side. What was it like when you started playing again? It was, it was hard. Everything had to come back to me again, and I started to really enjoy it and spending hours and hours. I believe that because it gives you these inspirations to do other things during the day, uh, it gives you energy. Even if you have very basic piano skills, Mm You can still make it fun. You can still have a big sound. You're not playing Twinkle Twinkle Little Star over and over again. The organ that you think of in churches or or funerals or things like that, it's not that organ anymore. So the technology that's been brought in, and it gets updated just like our TVs do, actually gives you benefits and features to sound like you've been playing for years, even if you've just started. Should I go for it this time? Yep, let's go for it. challenge yourself to keep you your brain working to say well how else could I do this what other instruments could I use what other rhythm could I use so they actually did a a huge study probably about 15 years back with a lot of the um, university hospitals and things and and people are very big into music wellness and how music just really benefits um, especially the retired adults thank you very much everybody That is so much fun! What made you want to do it? My husband made me come. (laughs) It's fun. 
It beats Bingle. <laughs> They're very entertaining. <laughs> And, and Linda gives us lots of tips on how to um, learn how to modify pieces the way she would do it. I'd like you to kind of change sounds line three, where it starts, and in my hour of darkness. But also that gives you ideas of how you could modify pieces that you'd like to play. Chris, that would maybe be back to a full organ and vibes there. What's it like to see them play again? Oh, it's it's amazing. We have several students who just, you know, they let it go. They forgot how much enjoyment their music brings to them. And so when you have the ability to bring something to them that just really fulfills them, I've been doing it my whole life and there's nothing I would rather do. I can sit down there and kill a couple of hours. You know, especially if you got things on your mind and they're bothering you. You get into happy, you get into sad. I learned to play some disco, which I never ever would have tried. That's been one of my favorites this year on it, uh, and I like it. Music is the medicine for the soul. Yeah! Woo! Did we cut? <laughs> yeah, cut. <laughs> That's at the Music Education Center on Randall Road in South Elgin in the Northwest suburbs. Okay, back to the city now, and we got a lot of great stories for you, including a new vintage furniture store in the Westtown neighborhood making old things feel new again. Quinn Myers has the scoop on Carefully Picked. Another vintage furniture store is opening in Westtown. The neighborhood has seen an explosion of vintage resellers over the past couple years. This latest one is called Carefully Picked. It's run by a husband and wife duo who sell what they call postmodern or even radical designs. This is furniture that's coming out of Europe from the 60s, 70s, 80s, kind of a juxtaposition to the mid-century modern trend we've seen so much of in the past year. And the owners are hoping to give it a kind of museum feel. This means putting each piece of furniture on a platform with bright lights, minimal wall decorations, kind of juxtaposed to the kind of classic vintage cellar store where you have a, you know, more of a living room or a room that's set up. This is letting each piece stand on its own. Thanks, Quinn. And we'll have more about vintage everything in Westtown with a report from Seamus Toomey in just a little bit. But Melody Mercado's up next. She's got a scoop about the return of a unique gym that's back once again in the West Loop. Do you remember that gym located inside a shipping container? Well, they're back after a year hiatus, but instead inside a storefront in the West Loop. The Gym Pods has over 40 locations in Singapore with Chicago as the company's first U.S. market. CEO Peter Lam told me after a successful pop-up in the West Loop, the company spent some time looking for retail space in Chicago. In the U.S., um, you know, this is all we have, this indoor sort of strategy. It's really just a matter of like, you know, can we secure the right type of uh, land and space for that? They opened a storefront in the South Loop in February, and finally in November, a space in the West Loop. There are three private pods in the West Loop location and two pods in the South Loop, complete with Bluetooth speakers, a cardio machine, various weights, squat racks, medicine balls, resistance bands, and more in each of those pods. To book, make an account on the Gym Pods app. The pods are open 24 hours and rates range from $6 to $12 per 30 minute increment. Rather than charging, you know, 20, 50, hundreds of dollars per month on the premium end um, for a monthly membership. Um, everything is pay per use and basically pay for what you need only. Once you book, you receive a special code to unlock the front door and then the individual pod that you reserved inside. The space is also great for personal trainers as each pod can host up to three people at a time. 
Thanks so much, Melody. And those reports were on our TV show on the block. It airs Thursday nights at 7 on the U, Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. on CW26. You can get the episodes at CW26Chicago.com. Hey, we're also on the radio Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday mornings on 720 WGN on the Bob's Rob Morning Show. Here's some uh, recent news with Seamus Toomey. Seamus Toomey joins us from Block Club Chicago with news about the Guaranteed rate field, winter wonderland. Good morning, Seamus. Yes, uh, Sox Park is uh, the latest place to, uh, if you want to take the kids out for a drive to check out the Christmas lights, they're putting up a million, a million lights in the parking lots outside the ballpark. They've got it all set up in a course that you can drive through very slowly, and they've got it all timed out to music. So they say, you know, you go about two or three miles an hour, you can hear a couple songs in each little section. Um, it's called the Light of Christmas. It's running um, 5 to 9 p.m., so, you know, right at dusk and until uh, 9 p.m. through January 3rd. Um, you pay per car. Uh, during the week, it's uh, 25 bucks, And then uh, Thursday through Sunday, it's 39 bucks. So you can pack as many people in there, old uh, drive-in style. <laughs> and uh, the guy that set it up, uh, you know, basically said, hey, there's a lot of these things. Uh, parents would drive kids around like Saugenash or Edison Park to check out the lights, uh, but not as many options uh, on the south side. So he, he's bringing something to the parking lots at Sox Park, so not just for tailgating anymore. And uh, talking about the south side, uh, tell us about this uh, My Block, My Hood, My City uh, project. Yeah, sort of on, in the same vein. Um, my Block, My Hood, My City is a great nonprofit uh, run by Jamal Cole down in the Chatham neighborhood. He, too, said, uh, you know, there's just not enough uh, uh people getting uh, into the holiday spirit that uh, maybe could afford it or, or, you know, just get into the groove. So for the last couple of years, he's been hosting this, uh, he calls it the Be a Part of the Light. And if you're looking for something to do on Saturday, he's looking for volunteers to go out and string lights uh, at, at houses, uh, street corners, light poles, all throughout uh, up and down Martin Luther, Martin Luther King Drive. Um, he's already got a thousand volunteers. So this is turning into a very popular event. Um, uh, 500 households have signed up for it. So um, you come out uh, 10 a.m. Uh, to 1 p.m. Um, you start at 8330 South King. You can pick up uh, lights and decorations and uh, just get into the Christmas spirit uh, until you can't take the cold anymore. And then he's going to have a party afterwards with hot chocolate. So All it's right. a fun event, draws out a lot of uh, neighbors and really people from around the area who want to uh, pitch in and, and get some uh, decorating done. Very cool. More info on that if you go to Block Club Chicago. Chicago.org. Up on the north side in Uptown, it's a, uh, a new entertainment and community hub. Uh, is this, uh, this going to be open soon? It's not going to be open soon. Um, this is the Preston Bradley Center uh, on Lawrence Avenue, um, but it is the work is underway. This this is a uh, great old building that uh, built in 1925 by um, Preston Bradley. Uh, go figure. Hmm. Um, he was the founder of the uh, People's uh, Church of Chicago, and uh, it's re- it's got a huge auditorium inside where they held the services. It had really fallen into disrepair over the last couple decades or so, and and they wanted to 
to sell it to, uh, not necessarily to a for-profit. So they found a, a non-profit group run by um, a guy named Dr. Dan uh, Ivankovich uh, and his wife, Carla. Um, Dr. Dan is, uh, he's a pretty prominent orthopedic surgeon uh, in Chicago. He's also, uh, you know, uh, anecdotally, a six foot 11 and a former college basketball player. So this is quite an interesting character. He's also a blues man. He runs the Chicago Blues Society. So he's, uh, he's going to bring a whole host of things in there. He's going to renovate the auditorium uh, for venues. It's about 1,300 seats. So um, sort of filling that middle niche, uh, you know, not as big as the Aragon, but bigger than, say, uh, the, um, some of the other places uh, in in the neighborhood and in the entertainment district there. So, uh, But not just that. He's going to have uh, health services there. He's going to have uh, mental health services. Um, there used to be a homeless shelter there, but the building was in such bad shape, they had to close that down in 2021. Mm-hmm. So. He's really trying to uh, turn it into a community center that you can also get the um, people in there for for concerts and theaters and uh, 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 theater productions and all kinds of things. So uh, it's a great old building. I'm sure anyone that's driven down Lawrence near the lake has seen it before and wonder uh, what it is. Um, So they're going to call it Lawrence Theater uh, for the big place. So we'll see if they get a big marquee out front now. They already have the Preston Bradley marquee. So uh, cool to see an old building uh, getting new life. Don't have a timeline yet on it because as you know these theater overhaul projects usually take uh, a bunch of millions of dollars more than you think and yes. months years more than you think yeah. but he's he's pretty committed to it what's this about chicago's ornamental vegetables becoming a, a viral sensation on tiktok seamus good morning bob yes this is the uh, public service uh, warning uh, <laughs> of the show um uh, chicago's uh, downtown planners um as a lot of people know they they kind of keep them fresh They've got tulips uh, in the spring. They've got mums in the fall. And uh, what they've been adding is this ornamental uh, kale and cabbage. It's uh, pretty colorful. Some of them are uh, sort of a light purple. And and, uh, they've been there for a while. But what's different this year is that... um, no surprise. Uh, someone made a video uh, on TikTok about them and basically was like, hey, listen, look, looks like we've got fr- free produce growing downtown if, any, <laughs> oh, no. if anyone's hungry. Um, <laughs> this has garnered about uh, almost a million views. And so people are, are talking about this a lot. So it's it's led. Uh, we, we, we looked into it um, and we talked with some experts, including the people that planted them. And they were like, please, no, these are this is not produce. Uh, we have God knows. What chemicals are sprayed on this by the uh, by the people that uh, that grew them? They're they're not tasty. They're <laughs> probably not good for you. It's illegal to pick them. Um, all kinds of things that you would think uh, you wouldn't need to say, but um, you know uh, things pick up uh, speed on social media. And uh, you know I think of a lot of it's just in jest. Um, but uh, in case you were thinking of a uh, of a kale salad with uh, the planter boxes on Michigan Avenue, I would say uh, look elsewhere. Hear that, Dave Uh Now then, something uh, for folks who love shopping the vintage stores. Tell us about this. Yes, this is in the uh, the West Town neighborhood, um, which is really becoming quite uh, sort of like a vintage district uh, for Chicago. A lot of old um, former businesses have flipped, and uh, people now are, are moving into them and creating uh, resale shops and vintage shops. A lot of furniture, but this one that's opening on Saturday is uh, exclusively 
vintage clothing, and um, it's it's really a cooperative. They've got about six different online uh, sellers of, of vintage clothes and I guess upcycled stuff where they take um, used stuff and they make it better. Um, it's it's called Pep Club Vintage, um, and it's uh, it, like I said, it's a it's a group of six people that they thought uh, you know we probably don't have enough business or enough money to do this uh, individually, but if we all team up together, uh, we could we could probably get a, a good crowd in here and share a lot of the costs. And that includes they've got um, a photo studio uh, in the back so they can take photos of the clothes that they can post online and sell online, but also walk-in business, uh, which they're hoping just sort of the power of a group uh, will really help. So it's the, um, it's the brainchild of a Nicolette, we'll give them some credit here, Nicolette Schwartz and Hannah Liskey, they brought it all together. Uh, they're opening Saturday, 4 to 7. It's at 749 North Ashland in the Westtown neighborhood. So if you're in the market for uh, for vintage clothes and uh, and cool stuff, and you know the, the people of Westtown and the Wicker Park area, they're sometimes on the cutting edge of uh, cool things to wear. So I would uh, I would <laughs> check it out. It's called the, the Pep Club. They're having a pep rally this weekend if uh, you want to check it out. For the millennial on your Christmas gift list. And uh, <laughs> I love it when Block Club uh, puts a spotlight on a story about a independent business, especially on the south side, and we love to shine the light even brighter here. Let's talk about this uh, bakery in Hyde Park. Not only an independent business, but one that uh, makes stuff that we want, that we actually want to eat. Um, <laughs> Good. <laughs> this is a, a gentleman um, uh, named uh, Quentin McNeil. He opened a, a bakery in Hyde Park. Uh, he's a 24-year Army veteran, uh, retired in, uh, in 2019, had been an HR consultant, but he started playing around with some online recipes and really hit on a couple baked goods that uh, were, got pretty popular. So uh, he took the plunge. He um, opened a bakery at uh, 5221 South Harper Court in the Hyde Park neighborhood. Um, yeah, he calls it uh, Struggle Beard Bakery, which is uh, <laughs> uh, a direct shout out to uh, his trouble growing a full uh, beard. I don't know. We've got a picture of him online and it looks pretty solid to me, but uh, but uh, sort of uh, uh, just a, a joke on his part, Struggle Beard Bakery. He's got uh, cookies, muffins, brownies, loaf slices, cupcakes, um, a bunch of different things. Um, he admits, he said, you know, listen, some people may think I'm crazy to open a bakery in winter. And he does say it's been, it's been kind of uh, slow so far, but he, uh, he's, he's sticking with it. So if you're, uh, if you're in the Hyde Park area passing through, or just want to go check out a, a, a local owned baker, uh, check out Struggle Beard, 5221 South Harper Court. And uh, just a reminder, he's a, he's an army veteran. So uh, another, another good uh, person to support as he's uh, getting his business off the ground. For sure. Uh, more at blockclubchicago.org. Seamus Toomey, thank you. Have a good day. Thanks, Bob. Thanks, Bob. Thanks, Seamus. And thank you all for listening to our episode today. Hope you enjoyed the lighter side of life. And for all of these stories and all the serious ones, too, everything that impacts your neighborhood, you can go to blockclubchicago.org. Again, rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. Generally speaking, you get one or two stories, the heavy hitters, as I like to call them, during the week. Some of the important stories in the neighborhoods. Just earlier this week, if you want to go back a couple episodes, we talked about the closing of Berlin after they, uh, the nightclub staff unionized. We also dove into the CHA, an investigation by Block Club's The Watch, our investigative team, on why a lot of buildings that they own that could be going to people that need housing. There's a 
giant wait list of hundreds of thousands of people, but there's like 500 vacant buildings that are dilapidated, falling apart, and they have been for years. So we dove into that on the episode earlier this week. A lot of great stuff. And we'd love if you'd help us reach our year-end fundraising goal. Block Club Chicago is a nonprofit newsroom. It's participating in Newsmatch, which is an annual campaign that helps independent publishers across the country. And every donation, any size, received before the end of this year will make a huge impact. So go to blockclubchicago.org for more. Okay, everyone, that'll do it. Till next time, I'm John Hansen, and have a great rest of your weekend, and we'll drop another pod on you soon. 